Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shanee. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Women podcast. I'm so happy that you are joining me for another episode today where we are going to dive right in to the topic of why you can't rush your healing journey. And this is a topic that comes up time and time and again when I'm working with my one-to-one clients in the Liberated Women journey or when I've spoken to people who are on an awakening path, a feminine awakening path, a spiritual awakening path, a path to their healing, to their liberation, to their wildness, and to the reclamation of who they truly are, there is a tendency in life to want to see the results now, to get instant gratification, and to really... Uh, reach the outcome without truly indulging and being in the process. But people want to get to the destination, forgetting that along the way that we need to slow down and actually truly listen into what is happening for us in this place. And so in today's episode, I would love to share with you a little bit about my own personal journey and also why it's so important not to rush this process and not to be so quick to get to the end destination. Why it's so important not to to be in that hurry, in that rush, but to actually take your time to be in the journey to get there. So as you've heard me say so many times before on this podcast, we are living in a patriarchal world. And in the energy of that patriarchal world, we are expected to reach certain milestones by certain points, according to society's idea of how we, as women, as humans, can best serve the system, best serve society, not best serve ourselves and our own desires and our own wants and what really lights us up from a place of eros, from a place of desire. Instead, we are told from a very young age that we have to reach certain milestones and certain points by a certain time. And therefore we live in a world that is very product oriented, target oriented, goal oriented, and linear oriented. And as women, this simply does not work for us. We are cyclical beings. We are beings that really need time to rest, to digest what's going on, and to integrate 
the journey of life, especially if you are on a healing journey. Because in this healing journey of life, it is not linear. You cannot just reach one outcome and then expect to move on to the next outcome and the next outcome and the next outcome and keep producing and keep getting to the next outcome. Because there will be things along the way in your healing journey that come in to test you, that come in to show you, have you really learned this lesson? Have you really shed that shame? Have you really liberated yourself from that belief that you've been holding onto? Have you really allowed yourself to unravel and break down and crack open to what life actually desires for you and what you desire? Because there is such a rush all the time to get to the end result and we forget to take part in the journey. I've been on my personal healing journey since I first started to spiritually awaken at the age of 22, but then really fully understanding that I was going through an awakening to my feminine liberation around five years ago. And I'm still on this journey. And the journey that I have taken in the last five years has taken me to incredible places, has allowed me to confront parts of myself that I didn't even know I was able to confront, parts of myself that I found so uncomfortable to face, parts of myself that have really left me feeling disgusted, ashamed, angry, rageful, in grief, in despair of how I allowed myself to get into those places or how I allowed situations to carry me to those places. And throughout this journey that I have taken, I've hit bumps in the road. I've come so far and yet there are still triggers and still shadows that I need to face, just like you on your healing journey, on your liberating journey, on your awakening journey. It's not going to be a straight line of this tick box exercise or, oh, I've got rid of my shame around sexuality, tick. I've got rid around my shame around um, wanting more from life, tick. I've got, I've got rid of my conditioning that I can't be successful, tick. It does not work like that on this healing journey. Yes, we can reach certain points in our journey where we feel, you know what? I've really worked deeply on that particular aspect of my shadow. And I feel really good about myself in this space now, whether it's that you've learned to create more boundaries, whether it's you've learned to let go of people who don't serve you, whether you let go of a career choice that was no longer aligning with you, whether it was that you took a risk in an area that you'd otherwise kept yourself very safe in. These are all incredible parts of the journey that we get to celebrate and embrace and honor and respect ourselves for doing that part of the work and reaching that part of the journey. But then there will be something else that comes in to highlight to us another aspect of our shadow that we need to address. And it can feel really disheartening 
I've certainly felt that on my journey where, hey, I've spent so long now working on this. Why is it still coming to me? Why am I still being faced with these situations? Why am I still having to work through this part of my shadow? Well, let me tell you, sister, it's there because the universe has your best interest at heart, great spirit, God, goddess, whatever you want to refer to it at, it has your best interest at heart. It wants you to lead the life that you desire. It wants you to truly learn how to be your most liberated self. But if you keep seeing these lessons appearing, it's because there are still aspects of that part of the journey that needs to be brought up to the light that need to be made aware of and that you still need to address and work through. And sometimes that can suck. It can feel so difficult when you spent so long already doing the work and diving in and facing the shadows. But if you can learn to be in that moment with all of the feelings, even when they're uncomfortable, if you can learn to be in that moment with what it's presenting to you to move through, rather than going, well, I want to get to the end destination, like I'm done now, tick, I want to get to the next bit so that I can move on. Because that is the masculine wounding. That is the societal expectation of us, you know, getting this by this stage of our life and ticking another box by this stage of our life and achieving this by this stage of our life. And it just doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that for the feminine. It doesn't work like that in energetics. It doesn't work like that because we are living actually in a very feminine existence on Mother Earth. And we are nature and nature is us and nature doesn't work in a linear way. Nature is cyclical and so are we and it comes in waves and we have deaths and rebirths and resurgences and we always get to choose a new script. We always get to choose a new paradigm. We always get to choose and embody a new belief. So one of the things that has recurrently come up as a pattern for me in my healing journey as an awakening feminine is the mistrust of the masculine. And this is something that I'm going to be speaking more and more of um, on my Instagram channel, on threads, on YouTube, on my podcast, in my emails, on Facebook, wherever you follow me. Because as we're awakening the feminine and liberating and reclaiming the parts of the feminine that have been suppressed. We can't do that without addressing the masculine. The masculine energy that is within all of us, within every living being, both masculine and feminine. And when I have spent this journey of mine trying to unpick and unravel and crack open years and years and years of conditioning around why I shouldn't trust the masculine from a whole variety of things that have happened to me in my life, starting from my father wounding to being in an abusive relationship, to meeting men who definitely did not honor or respect me, whether they were my boss, whether they were a friend, whether they were a lover or a partner, um, or whether they were just people who came into my life, like the roofer who scammed me earlier this year and took all my money and damaged my roof, right? That sent me back into a spiral of mistrusting the masculine. 
why. When you hold a deep held belief, whether it's mistrusting the masculine or not believing you are worthy of success or not believing that you are worthy of abundance or not worthy of love or a loving, committed relationship or whatever it is that you really, truly desire. When you hold that belief so deeply in your cellular system, you are actually unconsciously focusing on that so much that you are searching for evidence in your reality that that is the truth. So for me, the fact that I've been working on learning to trust the masculine energy and on a rational conscious level, I'm able to trust the masculine because I've done so much work on it. Somewhere still in my unconscious is the belief that I don't trust. I don't trust the patriarchy. I don't trust the masculine. I don't trust that they won't let me down. I don't trust that they won't disappoint me. I don't trust that they won't show up for me or hurt me based on years and years and years of experience with this. And that's just in this lifetime, let alone what happened to me in previous lifetimes. And so unconsciously, I am searching for evidence that that is the truth of my existence. And when I'm unconsciously searching for the truth that that is the evidence of my existence, that evidence presents itself, right? Because we're so attached to the to the outcome. We're so attached to the end result. Oh, well, look, this person let me down. It must be true. Men are rubbish. I don't trust the masculine. And actually, when we're able to work on rewriting that script at a more somatic, deeper embodied level of, wow, look how the masculine shows up for me in my life. Look how I am able to show up for me in my life because my external projection of mistrusting the masculine, actually, when I look at the mirror or the shadow of that, there's a part of me that doesn't trust my own masculine. Because I overworked, I overdid, I overgave, I got depleted, I had burnout, right? When I was living from that wounded space of the masculine. So somewhere unconsciously, there's a part of me that hasn't integrated my own divine masculine. And that's a journey that I'm always taking as I hold space for you, as I help you to awaken your feminine, as I awaken and continue to awaken and liberate myself. We are all as a collective, we're doing this together. There's no hierarchy here. And so with that being said, there's a real magic when we are able to slow down and actually work on the journey and the process and accept, you know what, I have done all this work and I am a bit frustrated because I've done so much work on this and I want to have reached an outcome by now, but I haven't. So there's more work to do there and that's okay. Where do I need to go next with this? How can I support myself in this journey now at this moment in time? Staying present with the isness of what is in your journey. Because as soon as you are placing all of your attention and your focus on the outcome straight away, you are falling back into the trap of what the patriarchy wants from you to becoming a slave to the system and just producing and creating outcomes rather than being a more holistic approach of like, this is the journey of life. And I am 
I am a participant on the journey of life. I am a spiritual being in human form, living my existence on this planet at this time, navigating my own shadows, navigating the collective shadows and navigating years and years and years of patriarchal suppression. So I just really would love you today, if you're listening to this episode, to truly tune in to where are you on your journey currently? Give yourself some love and some celebration and some honoring of all the incredible parts of yourself that you have brought up to the light, that you have created, you know, alchemized some wounds into gold, the parts of yourself that you have liberated. Let's honor and celebrate those first of all on your awakening journey. And then ask yourself, where can I accept where I am right now? How can I bring in some self-acceptance for the journey that I am on? Yes, I have dreams and desires of where I want to be. It's beautiful. Let's keep those dreams. Let's keep those desires. Let's get that eros flowing, the aliveness in our body, the energy, the life force. Absolutely. Let's be in the energy of those dreams and those desires. But once you've got them, let them go. If you really love something, let it go. Know that on this journey, great spirit, God, goddess, the universe, however you want to refer to it as, they want you to succeed. It wants you to to live life in your fullest alignment, in your true desire. But when you are fully attached to the outcome, to the goal, to the end destination, you miss the journey. And on the journey, there are other parts that will bring up other parts for you that you get to address before you reach that destination. So let it go. Send it out to the universe with love and let great spirit know, hey, I'm ready. I'm here. And I trust that you will bring this to me in divine timing with accordance to your will. And I am here for it. I'm not here to resist it or to be impatient or frustrated or linear or or masculine in the whole thing, because that's not what this journey is all about. I hope this has been really helpful for you today. It's not a very long episode. I just really wanted to drop in with this idea of not rushing the journey because, you know, when I take clients into my one-to-one liberated woman journey, I, I ask them to go through a visualization exercise of where they want to be at the end of our time together. And then I say to them, we may get there in this time, but I can't promise you that because it's a journey. And along the way, we might discover other things. But what I will do is give you the tools so that you can feel resourced and powerful and empowered to continue this journey for the rest of your life. Because you're not going to work with me forever. You might want to, but ultimately you're going to have to find tools and resources of your own that when shit shakes up in your life you are there for yourself you are there to hold yourself and guide yourself I'm there to start you on that journey and to empower you and support you and help you to liberate the parts of yourself that you might not have access to right now but 10 years down the line 20 years down the line you're going to want to do this for yourself and there's no rush there's no hurry Time is just an illusion. We put ourselves in a box. The patriarchy puts us in a box, but we're not in a box. We're in a spiral. So we keep spiraling. 
we go down, we go up, we go down, we go up, we go round. <laughs> it's all fun and games. So I hope this has been really helpful for you today. If you are listening and you are thinking, oh my goodness, I'm on this journey. I really want to reach a particular destination. I want to have achieved this. I want to feel more this. I want to feel more liberated. I want to feel more alive. I want to feel more aligned and connected to my soul. I want to have the courage to take more risks. I want to to work on releasing shame in my body. I want to work on releasing grief. I want to work on releasing anger, but you don't know how. I am here for you to guide you through that journey so that you can reach a point where you are able to hold yourself. I'm currently taking two more one-to-one clients for the Liberated Women journey. And I have put the link into the show notes for you to just book in for a free chemistry call with me to see if our energies align. And if you feel that this is the kind of journey that you would like to go on, I'm available for you to book in that chemistry call and we can get on a call and just have a good amount of time together to really work through what it is that you are currently facing and how I can support you through that. And I really look forward to welcoming you into that journey. The women that are going through that journey now are having incredible transformations, really huge awakenings, beautiful understandings. And it's so incredible for me to see these women truly commit to the journey not just to the outcome and the destination, but to the journey themselves. They are brave, brave women. And I can't wait to invite more brave women, courageous women into my space so that I can support you through that too. So click the link in the show notes if you are wanting to book in with a chemistry call with me. Until I meet with you again, have a beautiful day community i look forward to tuning in again with you next week thank you so much for listening to another episode of the liberated woman podcast i hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way if you enjoyed this please subscribe and leave a review this really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shanibella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.